There is a major water crisis in California right now. The extreme drought has led to their water reservoirs dropping to record low levels. That is bad news for wildfires. Forecast for much of California is for above normal levels of significant wildfires for the next few months. And there's a risk of a drinking water shortage, but California always seems to be on fire or on the verge of a disaster. But the story is much bigger this time because if the reservoirs drop anymore, they won't be able to generate electricity. The California Water Authority is saying that the water level is becoming so low that the hydropower turbines no longer have the power to spin. And it's not just water and power. Farm pastures have dried up. Feed prices have shot through the roof. So cattle ranchers are selling off their animals at a rate that has never been seen before. The Fresno newspaper is reporting that California's $50 billion a year farm economy is turning nightmarish. And just yesterday, state regulators banned farmers from pumping water from the rivers, which is usually their main irrigation supply. Not to mention the cost to homeowners whose residential landscaping can't survive without water. So today on Dumb Money, what investors must know. Are there any winners as California dries up and which companies will be hit the hardest by the California water crisis? We are Dumb Money. Three friends who turned $30,000 into $30 million using nothing more than Twitter and a zero commission trading account. The suits that work on Wall Street, they call those people the smart money. That's not us. Our goal is to help level the playing field for everyday investors. We are Dumb Money. Hey there, Dave here, along with Chris and Jordan. We are Dumb Money. Welcome to Dumb Money Live. Chris is joining us today live from drought-stricken California. He's on vacation in Malibu. But this show was his idea after seeing the California water situation firsthand. So if you appreciate that level of dedication, now is the time to smash the like button for the YouTube algorithm. Chris, Jordan, how do you want to start this thing? Dave, I want to yeah. start by saying you missed the biggest disaster that's going on in California. What did I miss? The, the biggest thing that could affect you, me, Chris. Michael. We, we could run out of almonds. I mean, it takes like 200 ga <laughs> Like California produces like 80 that's or 90% of the world's almonds. It takes like 200 gallons of water per jar of almonds to produce. Oh, that makes me never we want to eat a wall, almond, an Dave. almond again. That just sounds really bad for, for bad. so many reasons. <laughs> Although I do love, oh I, my. I think peanuts are still my favorite. I don't know. Maybe I'm weird. I don't think you're I like to, peanuts no, you're too, dude. To be, cashews are the new peanuts. <laughs> I yeah, still like peanuts very, better. It's very, very old school, Dave. I do kind of like peanuts too, but I don't think they're good for you. Um, yeah. I think it's like not a good nut um, to consume. <laughs> not a good nut to crack. Okay, now, okay, let's just, <laughs> I, here's, here's something that I know about California because I read this and I this was just fascinating to me. Water theft is becoming a problem and not really for residents or farmers or that sort of thing, but the illegal marijuana growers, they're tapping into hydrants, they're pumping water out of the uh, water stations. I mean, it sounds more like a plot to a movie, but that's actually happening right now. Um, dude, I, there's that's why I want, I personally wanted to do this show because we did a show kind of on this topic like what a, a month or two ago right we were talking about the drought basically and i barely remember the show but there were just so many implications and it's actually really difficult to figure out a good trade on this like a good clean trade and i wanted to do another one of these shows to kind of surface ah, damn it my ear pods man this is are you just like propped up on the on the edge of a thing trying to trying to have a mountain view but you forgot to bring a light 
I normally, yeah, I have this like 1950s lamp like glowing on me. I normally take my daughter's pink uh, ear, you know, headphones when I go and make that's what you always see me in. And I gave them to her to, to pack. And she told me, she's like, no, I didn't pack them because I'm using mom's headphones. I'm like, you don't get it. I need those headphones because they have a built-in mic. It's the only thing I can do with this for our show. So anyway, listen. What was I even saying? Oh, there's so many, so many implications. There's so many, but, but there's a lot of trades, but they're not really that clean. There's yeah. one trade that in my head I feel so confident in, but I couldn't find any publicly traded stocks. I'll just talk about it right now. Before we even talk well, about before, the water Hey, prices. before we get into the trades, I want to say something interesting that I learned about this shortage that's going on during my research. Do you know where what? most of the water is going? Like from some of these like northern reservoirs? Uh, I, I know where it's going. Yeah, it's going to. So if you like go uh, downstream from these reservoirs and you go like some of the river deltas that are coming into the into the oceans, you would not think that there's a water crisis because the water is flowing and it's flowing handily, right? And so um, one of the biggest issues is that uh, you know they're they're actually just dumping a bunch of water out of these reservoirs to keep these deltas from backwashing in with salt water to protect mm. wildlife. And so, you know, there's a lot of finger pointing in California. It's like residential use and almonds and the, you know, farm use and all these different things. Um, but I just don't, you know, I don't think that it really accurately portrays what's going on because there is actually a lot of water. If you remember, California got a ton of water in 2019. They should, they filled up their reservoirs and they should be in a really good place. But because they're trying to keep this water flowing to um, protect uh, some of the fish species, that's why they're kind of running into the shortage right now. So I, I did not know that. Um, my research brought me in a different direction. But I, I will agree with you that there is more water than you would think. It's just not being utilized properly or opt. It's not being optimized, right? So like when you think about how they release water from the reservoirs, uh, when it does rain, their ability to capture that water, to use it efficiently, uh, to release it at the right time. They're having to release it too early now, right? Because when, when they're getting their rain and then it goes unused and then they don't have it when they actually need it. Um, there's one thesis I can pull out of all of my water research and I've kind of done a crazy water research now. I'm trying to figure this trade out, dude, is that there are probably solutions but those solutions will take years and years and years to play out. Um, and it will involve technology and it will involve process and, and, and really strategic consulting at the government, municipality, commercial, you know, users of water. Like it's, it's a big government cluster, right, Jordan? Like that has to be figured out. And don't you think that there are just a number of companies in the tech, the water tech space that this isn't going to going to be like a two-year project for them. It's going to be like a 20-year project that's never going to end, right, in terms of how to optimize water flow. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I think if you look at the problem um, analytically, like I think the biggest, um, the biggest thing that you can do is look at a country like Israel. And so what's interesting about Israel is that they've actually got it way worse as far as, you know, how much water they receive, how much rainfall they receive, um, rivers running through. I think um, I think like the Jordan River has like 
500 cubic feet of second of water running through it where some of the rivers in California have like orders of magnitude more water um, flowing through. And so, yeah, you're right. I think it's efficient use. I think um, there's a lot of techniques that they need to to flush out and laws and regulations on who gets to use this water, how it's used. Um, you know, uh, I was joking earlier about the uh, cutting down on municipal water use, um, family residential water use, which is only like 10% of water use in California. And so if you cut that down by 25%, you only save two and a half percent of the water in California, right? So there's no, I feel like, you know, doing those yeah. things, yeah, they might be good. People feel like they're contributing. On, on the surface, they feel like they're doing something. Impact on yeah. California water. Yeah, it's it's all the other uses. And, and farming is such a big user of water and they, have just cut off the farmers from being allowed to pump out of rivers. So what's that right, going to do? Which is a huge business concern for California because that's a that's a big portion. You know, I mean, not as big as tech, right? But it's that's a big uh, it's a big economy. There is uh, is farming. Like I said, ninety yeah. percent of uh, like eighty or ninety percent of almonds come out of California. Uh, I think California is actually a net exporter of. Um, of uh, fruits and so if you look at that we're actually they're actually shipping a lot of their fruits there a lot of their water you know by way of fruit overseas right and so they're losing a lot of water that way too um but the but i so, think the biggest opportunity here um is what they're going to have to do as far as water creation and that if you look at it there's uh there's some major desalination company that, uh, that could benefit from new enhanced projects that are coming in that's what i'm looking for is jordan always finds the hidden gem of something that is that is actually going to benefit from, from no water, like a, a, this crazy always, industrial use case where I, that doesn't come to mind for me. I love that. So what what did you find, Jordan? Nerdy okay, so there are two play. companies. One is uh, Consolidated Water. Um, I think Wait, they well, traditionally before, work. What do you say, in... Jordan? Jordan, before you start, what do, do, do they pay? Div are they dividend payers? I bet they're dividend oh, payers. Probably. Right? I would no, imagine. they're not. I, don't, I haven't even, I haven't gotten that far. Um, but yeah, I would he loves them a dividend. Right? So we've got Consolidated Water, which has traditionally worked in the Caribbean, a uh, lot of projects in the Bahamas, and then there's a French company called Veolia. Um, which mm. is another opportunity. Um, you know, I think, I, I don't know if there's any um, projects in California yet. I think CWCO Consolidated Water has done some projects. Um, there's also some private firms, which obviously aren't, uh, uh, you know, we can't, uh, you know, we can't invest in. But I think that that's something that we could start looking at to see. So Jordan, Jordan, that consolidated. Put in new desalination plants. Jordan, so consol let's just talk about consolidated water so they they've done desalination you're saying in the caribbean mostly and yeah. are they looking at projects in the mainland now and are, yeah, just, they, are they a pure done, play on desalination around san diego i believe yeah hmm. yeah so desalination I'm, I'm like... right so I'm, I'm i haven't you know fully flushed this one out yet but i just i think that uh if, if you start to really look that's that's how israel's kind of dug out of their uh water hole um is by and you know Obviously, you know, major efforts to be able to save water. They, you know, they're very efficient with their water use, but they also have major uh, desalination plants um, that are supplying water to Israel. That, that's actually super interesting. I was kind of thinking about desalination, but I didn't get far enough along to actually kind of really spend any much time looking at them. Um, well, look, uh, nobody's going to want to give up their water use. And the, I feel like the public is going to be the first one to have to cut back. But again, they're only 10% of the water use. So like, they're, A, it's not going to do that big of a good. 
but the other thing is that they're kind of under underrepresented. These major corporations, some of the bigger farms, they're going to be able, they're going to lobby to be able to use the water, right? And so that means that the water use is not going to, the major sources of water use will stop. The other thing is that some of the uh, uh, wildlife issues, like, you know, those groups aren't going to give up and say, okay, well, we can let the waters run lower and give up our fight to get, uh, you know, salmon back or whatever fish species they're trying to get back um, and save some of those deltas from brackish waters. So those, those organizations aren't going to give up. You're going to see extreme lobbying for water. And so the only way to get out of this, I think, is to, what I think people's choice is going to be, make more water. How about optimization of water? There's some companies I was looking at. Uh, one is Badger Meter. BMI is the sing symbol. By the way, uh, we're not financial advisors, guys. I did not invest in these companies yet. Uh, I'm along on this yeah, exploration I journey. Yeah, This is just very early research on these. Yeah. So, so this is just us talking about our own research for what we want to do for our accounts. Please don't mimic these trades. We're not telling you what to do. We're not financial advisors. We don't know your risk. Um, but let's discuss this stuff in our Discord, dumbmoney.tv forward slash Discord. Uh, and poke holes in the thesis. Badger Meter is interesting, I think. They're an automation water quality company um, and, and, and an automation like measurement company. So they do all kinds of metering. And what I found out in my research was that a ton of California businesses and municipalities and commercial uses and farm uses, a lot of this stuff is not metered yet, believe it or not. Like Because the metering laws, a lot of times are done by municipalities. And depending on what municipality you're in, if it's a farming or rural municipality, you might not have very strong metering laws and the metering even if you do have it very little of the metering is connected and um smart metering right so a lot in a lot of these municipalities they're still going and and writing down the meters on a regular basis to see how much water you use so there i think there's a massive long-term opportunity to move the entire state of california and this isn't just about California, obviously, but it's kind of a ground zero for for this kind of you know shift. Uh, there's there's a huge opportunity to move the entire state to smart metering and yeah, I mean, smart meter metering is one thing. Is I think that is an there. opportunity, but again, with residential, the biggest problem I see is that it's only ten percent of the usage of water. But, in but Jordan, this is not residential. You're, you're this, is, this is everything. A very small percentage, and so if you go after and look, most of the farms aren't using metered city water. Um, a lot of them are using underground aquifers that they have they have rights to be able to dig straight down you know get pump water up out of these aquifers right and so that's where a lot of the issues are actually coming from is aquifer overutilization by by farms too and that, and that's yeah, what but, i was reading that they that they are actually turning to the aquifers and they're expected to deplete beyond a one-year re replenishment from natural rainfall uh, yep. deplete the aquifers to a point where they can't get back to normal so there is, there's a huge commercial and municipality play with Badger, just so you know. Um, I'm not going to say I spent a ton of time looking into them, but I know that their metering goes well, well beyond uh, residential. Uh, there's another company called Mueller Water. Uh, their, their ticker is MWA, and they're all about leak detection. So obviously leak detection becomes even more important as the cost of water goes through the roof. Um, we've seen that even on a, a residential uh, scale. Uh, you know, we have friends, I know our buddy Lynn had an issue with a leak in his home. He went nuts because he was getting charged like thousands, thousands of dollars, right? Um, just, just because he had this leak. Now imagine if you have a company or if you're a municipality um, and how incredibly important when water is such a scarce resource now 
to prevent those leaks and to get ahead of those leaks, like the second they happen, I think a company. I've always wondered like about Mueller, that, right? Because basically, with water, right, you pump it up to these big water towers, right? It's just the the heavy pressure of that water that's you know keeping pressure in the pipes. There's got to be leaks all over the place because most people don't have something that's sitting and monitoring their water usage, and they're just like, oh, I guess the bills. $200 this month, I don't know. Uh, but there's no real way to tell. Nobody really monitors their meter to make sure that it's not just spinning when water's not in use. There's no automatic way to find that out. Like I said, I have I have a device sitting on mine, so I do know if I have a leak. Um, it's helped me find leaks and repair leaks in the past, but I would say 99% of people, 99% of businesses don't have that. So there's probably, it's probably rampant. Um, Who makes the device that you have, Jordan? I use Flume, I want one. F-L-U-M-E, Flume Tech. Um, I am so upset right now because one of the stocks that I want to talk about, I must have screwed up. I can't really find it in my notes, but I, I will find it. It's a company. It's a water. It's a water. It's a municipality water company that is headquartered in Phoenix. Okay, I'm trying to figure out which of these companies it is. I'm like, I'm just all confused in my notes. It might be First Trist Water FIW, or it might be. Uh, I, I, I gotta look this up, guys. I'm so sorry. But what I thought was super interesting is this company that I don't have the ticker on in front of me um, was a full end-to-end -end water management company in Phoenix, which is obviously an area that's getting hit pretty hard as well in Arizona. They're experiencing massive growth of people moving into Arizona. Uh, they have limited water supply and they completely control everything including gray water and i know gray water is a really big uh, part of the uh, way to solve this issue so jordan as you probably know gray water is essentially taking runoff or taking existing water that's not treated for drinking and figuring out ways to reutilize that water for example i was in my you know um in-laws house this week and they were telling me the entire golf course across the street from their house is treated, uh, you know, basically they use gray water uh, yeah. for all that. And and that, and there are companies like this company, if I could find the ticker symbol, uh, and, and that's what they do as part of their water management. The city is figuring out gray water. And listen, the more attention, the more interest, uh, the more political pressure to be more efficient with water provides and opens up budget, infrastructure budget, at the municipal level, the city level, the state level, the, the national level, for companies like this that are saying, hey, we can help, we can help, you have to make investments. Um, we need to be able to charge more so that we can do more with water productivity and efficiency. And I think this is a massive tailwind for these companies. Uh, another one that's really focused on California is the California Water Service Group, CWT, uh, is their ticker symbol. The negative on a company like that is they're regulated. So they can only charge so much for water. But again, if the, and, and their cost of water is going up. But again, if, if they have that tailwind, political tailwind, it gives them the ability to say, hey, we've been asking for this ability to invest and, and make improvements and do X, Y, Z for a long time. I think the state and the cities might finally open up their checkbooks and say, you know what, we don't have a choice at this point. Uh, we got to spend whatever it takes. So, like I said, none of these are super clean. One of my one of my favorites. It's this is not directly related to the today's subject, but it kind of is. And it was a topic that was brought up in Discord in the investment ideas channel of the Dumb Money uh, TV forward slash Discord group. 
and it was on Edgewell Personal Care. Now, as you guys know, uh, that's a company that we've traded quite a bit over the years. The ticker symbol is EPC, and they own Banana Boat and Hawaiian Tropic. Now, why is that important and why is it related to today's episode? Well, you can make a case that, you know, this drought, especially in the West and the Northwest, uh, has been partly to do with a massive amount of heat. They had record heat here over the past 60 days uh, in the West and Northwest. Now, we haven't been feeling that heat in the South as much, um, in the Northeast as much, but there is a spike uh, in search interest in, uh, you know, uh, in sunblock. Okay, and what's really interesting is I think that is a combination of people in areas of the country that are in these major heat waves and have had a massive amount of heat and sun this summer. Also, with the recovery, people going out wanting to hit beaches. Listen, I have never seen the traffic worse midweek on PCH out here in California. It's absolutely nuts. But also, there was a recall of Hawaiian Tropic and uh, uh, Neutropenia, Neutropenia and, uh, and Avino, excuse me. Neutrogena? Uh, not wine tropic. I take that back. Neutrogena. And I was making these notes at like two in the morning last night. Neutrogena and Avino, uh, not Hawaiian tropic. Uh, Hawaiian tropic banana boat are owned by Edwell Personal Care. Neutrogena and Avino are competing brands. So there's a thesis that was put out in our Discord that um, that combination would be beneficial for Edgewell Personal Care as people are kind of moving towards the competing brands of banana boat and Hawaiian tropic. I think it's interesting. And, and if you look, uh, at Hawaiian Tropic and Banana Boat, I think the search trends are just on those brands uh, are, are spiking uh, pretty, pretty well right now. So that's an interesting company that you wouldn't ordinarily think of as part of this, but I don't know. I, I've liked trading them in the past. I, I think they're in a pretty good place. The issue with them is shaving is also a big segment of what they do. They own Schick. So this is one of those areas where you might be totally right when it comes to their sun uh, sunblock line, but another air sector that they deal in, something like shaving, um, could throw off the entire thesis because it, it could, you know, depending on what's happening in that sector, it, it could really mess up their numbers for the quarter. So you just have to be really careful. Um, I think we, we need to also talk about some of these ETFs, guys. There's a whole bunch of water ETFs that if you don't want to spend the time doing research, but if you believe that this is more of a long-term uh, shift uh, due to global warming, uh, due to politics and how we think about water, then really all these water companies are likely to benefit, right, over the next five to 10 years. And yeah, it's something you might want to think about just having a diversified strategy going into, uh, let's see, some of these are, oh, I thought I had the Invesco no, Water no, Researches no. is uh, PHO. Yeah. Um, there's there's I have a bunch FIW is another, I think. Um, so the there's a trust bunch water. Of, yep. Yeah, there, there, there's a whole bunch. I'm sorry, guys. I thought I had uh, I thought I had my notes more organized. Here FIW, CGW is the uh, S&P Global Water Index. In the, yeah, the Invesco uh, Water Index. And there's one other that I thought was kind of cool. is a company called Watts Water Technologies, WTS. It's a company that's been around for a really long time, but they kind of have their hands in like a ton of different companies that are related to water tech in various ways, right? They started off, I don't know, like a hundred and some odd years ago saying that you should never have like a hot water heater explode or something like that. And then they developed, you know, monitoring for hot water heaters. And now they're in commercial, uh, they're in government water tech. Uh, they 
have all kinds of innovative tech related to water. So again, there's just numerous ways to go about this trade, but I think it's important, you know, we, we kind of, I think we hear so much about California, right, in, in, in having tragedy every other month that it gets drowned out in the noise, but that doesn't mean it's going away, right? In California, the state government, the amount of money that's spent um, is like outweighs probably the entire rest of the country as a country in and within itself. And when you have these massive changes that are happening due to weather, global warming, uh, whatever, just, just it, it doesn't matter. If you think this is here to stay, and do you guys see the water problem just naturally going away the next few years? Probably not. It seems like no. things are getting more volatile. And I think this is here to stay, even though a lot of these water stops are way up. Um, man, I just love investing in sectors that have massive tailwinds that have no end in sight. I just think that's generally you know, something that excites me if I'm going to just throw some money in a kind of a secular you know, change that's happening. And this is a massive change. And I know these There's companies have gotten a lot of attention in the last couple of years. are a big water utility. Um, I think they're working on rate hikes in California. So if they get that, then a possibility for uh, for good earnings from them. Uh, one other one other thesis that can come out of this, not to go back to my favorite stock in the world, because I'm kind of thinking about when I want to sell it now. Uh, but all of this drought and the dryness out here this summer is leading to one of the already one of the worst fire seasons they've ever had. Now, we haven't seen a lot of it on the news because it hasn't really impacted the high population areas that kind of get a lot of press. But we have seen more fires in the West and Northwest uh, by the end of July than I think we've ever seen. So we the peak of fire season is usually mid-August. That's coming up here in the next few weeks. So keep an eye out on the fire season. And if it does start to hit more populated areas, which it's certainly put, uh, we know what that means. That's always kind of, uh, you know, that's always a net positive for companies like Generac, right? So, you know, Generac is something we should be thinking about if we see the fires start to impact more populated areas in the next couple weeks. But we should see that in the next few weeks if it happens. But just looking at some of these, so I, I pulled up some of the uh, e, the ETFs that we talked about that were water ETFs, and then the uh, that WTS, the Watts company. Uh, yeah, they're all outperforming the S and P. This is a one year chart. Yeah, yeah, and that's because this it, you know this topic is a topic that's been building for a while, right? You can say it's been building for years, um, but this last year especially, you know, when we had our first episode on the on the drought uh, earlier this summer. It's certainly something that's been well publicized, and I think it's a type of thing that institutions can wrap their head around. So I, I imagine that there's been a lot of institutional investment in the sector across the board. But listen, it doesn't really matter if it's something that you believe will continue for years and years. You know, like yeah, you know, it, I I would assume that there's there's room, there's a lot of room, and and more tailwind for these companies to continue to grow. Uh, get get part of that government money. By the way, a lot of the reason why this is up so much, guys, is because of the uh, infrastructure bill. So if you start to look at any of these companies, you'll notice that the headlines are all related to the infrastructure bill. So yeah, they're trading high right now because they're all perceived beneficiaries of the infrastructure bill, uh, which is a, a completely separate, you know, tailwind than this massive, uh, you know, water drought that we're seeing. So I haven't made any investments yet. Uh, but I'm looking, I'm trying to make up my mind 
I'm like trying to, to pull off some of my leverage on my account. So it's really difficult for me to pull the trigger on a new long investment. I just spent a bunch more money on Funko. As you know, we did our show yesterday on Funko. I'm still excited about Funko. I'm actually surprised the stock hasn't started to move, but I'm looking forward to earnings later this week. And I'm going to stick with my Funko position. Uh, I would be open to putting some money in some of these water plays. I just haven't made the final call yet. So I'll definitely be hopping into Discord to see if our community has any thoughts on this. But that's it. That's it. And that's I haven't it. made any oh, investments yet either. I'm I'm looking probably instead of picking an individual company, I, I do like the ETF strategy when you see a trend that you think is an ongoing trend. That's that's kind of where I'm headed on this. You you know I love my ETFs. <sighs> you you love your ETFs, man. You love your ETFs. All right, so um, I am on vacation. I try to do these shows early in the morning here, early-ish, I guess, uh, before the family really gets ramped up and going for the day, which I have a feeling they're, they're probably getting ready to do. Uh, but we have some social art episodes coming up. We'll have our back to school episode. We think that back to school is likely to at least be up from 2020. Uh, if not back to 2019 levels uh, or even exceeding 2019 levels. We'll try to pick the winners and losers from back to school. There are some really interesting fashion brand plays right now that I've been researching. Uh, we'll talk about those. I love seeing Crocs up today again, man. This stock just keeps making me happy. I refuse to sell any of my Crocs. I <laughs> oh, I love, love Crocs. And and not, and not, on, I don't own a, a pair of Crocs, but I love Crocs as a stock, as a company. And and on a down day for the market, too, just it makes me so happy. I was like, what? my account was actually up until very recently, like an hour ago it was up. And I was like, how is it up so much? I don't have any Robinhood in it yet because that's still not in the account yet. Cause it's still in the private shares that haven't been distributed. But it was mostly Crocs, dude. Crocs was just crushing it this morning. Um, anyway, lots of social arb, uh, lots of social arb ideas that were thrown around. I am about to be done vacationing after this week, and that means I will have my head back in the game. So, guys, I know you guys have been complaining about us not spending that much time in Discord and not doing these episodes as frequently, but we will get back to work. Start at least I will next week. Dave, you have more summer vacations planned. Though? I'm going? I, I'm going to be on vacation most of this month. I'll be uh, gone the seventh through I don't know sometime in September. No, just in the end of August. But you're accessible, so you got yeah yeah. I, I'm literally taking a whole studio in a. I, I built the whole case for it. Yeah, yeah. You've seen it. Um, yeah. Before I, I know, is you, this you, our last show before I go? I I will show this crazy contraption that I built. Because I, I think it. you really have to see it to appreciate the, appreciate that I'm taking more video equipment as luggage than I am clothing or anything else. I think I'm we just lost Chris. He's wrong because you're... everyone says you're wearing them either on the wrong ears or upside down or something. I, I was noticing that in the comments yesterday. Yeah, you killed the audio though when you did that. Hello. Yeah, well, Hello. you're still you with go. us. <laughs> you're still on. You just don't know it. You can't hear us. Yes, we hear you. And that's it. Well, Jordan, we've uh, we've lost Chris. You want to uh, you want to sign us off? Hang on. Let me uh, bring Jordan in. Oh god, no, I don't have to do this. There's Jordan. Oh wait, why I am I am I allowed to do this? Am I allowed to do the uh, the sign off? You're allowed. You're allowed to do whatever you want. I'm allowed to do whatever I want. Well, I mean, look, gotta go to dumbmoney.tv. If you have anything to add, yeah, if you have any any 
Oh, and I think Chris is trying to rejoin the show. Oh, Let's... okay. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Uh, yeah, you know, someone was talking about Mikhevich and invited him to a conversation with Water. I water. I'm sure he has a plan. He probably has a 10 plan to get California out of the water crisis. Did you see that? I'm sure he, he does. Posted, did you see that he posted an article uh, out of the it was a San Diego poll that I saw that him. he's in the lead in in Newsom's hometown. Dude, that is absolutely nuts. Absolutely nuts. Um, I don't know. I mean, I know it's just one poll, but it's true. Like, how do you go from like two percent to number one in the polls? I mean, hell, the guy, the guy won't stop. He just he's like a machine, dude. If anybody, if anybody deserves it, just based on their motivation and work ethic, it's it's me, Kevin, to win that race. Yeah, for sure. So, I'm supporting him, man. I, I really hope he pulls it. Although it's not meet Kevin anymore, it's on the ballot as Kevin Pafrath. So you have to yes. start. You have to start practicing how to say Pafrath. Yes. Oh, by the way, honestly, IDK, I want to know my opinion on Figs, which is the medical scrub company. I have an opinion on Figs. I'm actually working with a startup uh, that'd be a competitor to Figs, and uh, they don't have very good things to say about Figs. And there's been some controversy with a lot of the. Uh, big influencers that are promoting Figs products that hasn't really made it into press. Uh, but I think there could be an interesting trade on Figs. It's not a long trade. So I, I, I don't know. I still have more work to do on Figs, but it's on my radar, guys, sure. Uh, and we'll, 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 definitely, we'll definitely address that at some point soon. Sounds good. Anyway. All right. Uh, well. Sh- oh, how about, how about that Moderna call, man? That's where, you know, it was, it's scary making a call in a company when it's at a 50-week high and like way overinflated was where Moderna was when we made that call. But I was like, dude, it just, it seems like they have, they have so much uh, new cycle left. Uh, D variant, right? Look at Moderna. That's Look at just on girls, fire. Dude, that, that thing is, I mean, I I think I made 120 points on that thing just in the last few weeks since I got in it. It's nuts. Uh, so, yeah, Moderna is still killing it. It's crazy. It's up 25% uh, in the past five days. Unreal. 90% 30 days, 140% 90 days. Uh, it's, it's unreal. Uh, wait wait till the E variant comes out. No, I'm kidding. Let's hope not. Let's hope not. <laughs> that would be the Echo or Epsilon. What, what, is, what is the E variant going to be called? to know man all i want is a shot i want my booster shot right now i'll, I'll take it i'll take dude um anyway dave did you show your studio your, your no no studio? I'll, I'll do it on our next uh our next okay, show it's great. it's around the corner we were gonna right. let jordan do the sign off because you uh you just no, you can't let me do it i'm terrible terrible oh no do the sign off man yeah do it. i think you're supposed to go to demony.tv and you follow uh you follow the discord by going to at Dave Hansen, I don't know. You can't. Like, I don't know <laughs> can I show you guys my views here before I let you go? I'm gonna, I'm gonna take you out. You can follow us on Twitter. We're uh, at Dumb Money TV, and we're also at Dave Hansen, at Chris Camillo, at Jordan underscore McLean, because underscore is his middle name. Little known fact. <laughs> <I don't>. <laughs> <laughs> my parents don't like me. What are we? Oh, now we're doing a uh, tour of uh, Chris's Airbnb in Malibu. Freeze and frame. I think we lost him again. Well, he did send me a photo earlier that I uh, might be able to pull up if you just give me a half a minute here. Oh, I hear you, Chris. I just don't see you. Uh. (laughs) So um, this is the Airbnb that 
Chris Camillo is staying in in Malibu. And yes, that is not the, uh, the the local golf course. That is actually in the hotel or the Airbnb that he's renting. Oh, there he is on the patio oh, look of at that, view, that man. facility. So there's the tennis view. court. Yep. And that's our tennis court. How good is that? Yeah. I promise I did not spend much money in this place. It's like it's really remote and it's not as crazy as it seems. It's an old house, but it's uh, how wild is that? I mean, the the views, uh, whatever you paid, the views are worth it. Yeah, isn't that isn't that cool, man? It's That's just, great. And they got this hi all these hiking trails around here. Those hiking trails in the background, really cool stuff, dude. And then this is just like the uh, these are just in the back, typical. You well, know, my Malibu in in a hill in a mountain. We got a pool back there, but maybe yeah, seeing this it. will help the uh, Airbnb stock because that's uh, that's my investment in Airbnb right there. It's 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 yeah. bounced a little bit. It's it's up, but not from yeah. not from those highs. Supporting Airbnb today for sure, dude. Look at that, <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. great. Anyway, all right, guys. All right. Well, listen, uh, we'll be back on next week. Subscribe. Oh, Jordan already told that, right? It's all, it's yeah, all up to Jordan. Of, you go to dumbmoney.tv slash discord. You hit the, you hit, not only do you subscribe on the YouTube, but you got to hit the bell so you know when we come on. That's the most important thing, I think. You think the bell is the most important like, part? I think the what? thumbs up is the most important part for me. Well, the thumbs up's pretty important, but for you, it, that only helps me. Or kind of, I don't, it doesn't really help, kind of. But no, the best thing for you to make sure that you get to watch the show is to hit that bell. That is it's my all favorite right. part of YouTube. Your, the bell is, and set the notifications <laughs> to all. That's right. All right, guys. I'm, I'm out. I'm, I'm going to go uh, for a hike. I... All right. Have a good vacation. We will see you all uh, next week. All right.